guys. Welcome, welcome to the podcast. Another episode of Gaming Gone Weird. This is episode number 34. I'm your host, Eldon Lord. You love Nick Tana. Hopefully everybody's having a fantastic day. It was about 85 degrees here in Ohio for a little bit of time, so I got to enjoy some oh, warm weather. All right, man. I, I wasn't so much of a gamer today. I went out, got a little bit of sun. Um Spent some time with the son. We tried to play catch in the front yard. Obviously, my son wasn't having it today. He was picking dandelions. But um, to say the least, I'm still an Elden Lord, so it don't matter. Uh, but hopefully, everybody's doing great. Welcome to episode 34. But obviously, I am not alone. I have one of my best friends here who's actually one of, um, who's actually playing one of my favorite games right now, um, Ghost Stories. Hi. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing, man? Tell the I people about to, yourself. I was trying to interrupt you and be like, oh, yeah, Scorn's been great. but uh, Oh, that would have been hilarious. Yeah. And nobody would have laughed because yeah, no. Scorn is that bad. Us, <laughs> um, my name's Peter. I go by Not Ghost Stories on everything socials. And uh, we're making TikTok content. We're making YouTube content. We're doing a, a boss ranking, my first ever boss ranking video right now. We're, uh, we're, we're enjoying Twitter as always, man. We're playing games. We're playing new games. Lots of new games. We are playing games. Sure. We are playing. Hey, yeah. to be honest, I've been playing games, but last episode, <laughs> I felt like I felt like Peter felt some type of way because I said something about him not playing games. And then after the show, he decided I'm going to get Game Pass. So Ghost Stories, tell the people what you've been playing, man, that I'm super excited about and pumped since you uh, since you got the Game Pass. Uh, just finished a game that we're going to be talking about a little bit later. Um, right. So we'll we'll address that when it comes to it. Um, been playing Psychonauts. One uh been playing doom eternal been playing uh this game called empire of sin which is about uh 1920s chicago it's like a turn-based strategy but everyone's like old gangsters from the 20s which is kind of cool and combat you'll you'll actually like go into a building it'll be turn-based um and then you like at the top of the screen you'll see this uh uh, it has every portrait of every uh, player like in this area. And then each person makes decisions on what they're going to do. And then it actually like plays out. It's hard to explain. I don't even know what to call the genre, but um, so I've been playing that and uh, yeah, man, just loving new stuff, testing it out. I'm excited for him, man. I'm excited for you, Peter. I'm glad you're getting into the world of gaming, man. And just trying out new stuff, bro. That's yeah, it's really it's fun about. to be a video gamer now. Um, you know, video gamer. How old am I? Video now? gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Peter just showed his age, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, But like he said, we do have a lot of stuff jam-packed in here for you guys. We will be talking about Phil Spencer and all the stuff about Xbox that's been going on. He was kind enough to do an interview with Kind of Funny Games. Uh, So we are going to be talking about that. Also, we're going to be talking about um, Hollow Knight a Silk Song actually getting a delay, and we both have a Ravenlock review that we will be giving with you, uh, giving to you guys. So, hopefully, you guys are jam packed and ready for that. But before we kick off anything, I do want to say if you guys want to help support the channel, otherwise, by then, by just kick, kicking it with us, liking, commenting, subscribing, all that stuff, you could kick it here. And um, also, if you guys want to use the KYN chat to help support the stream even more, uh, it does help jimmy it helps the channel and it makes us really happy so if you are invested into that you guys should definitely do that but peter does have the question of the day so peter go ahead and kick us off man what is the question of the day um so this question actually came out of playing ravenlock and looking at the art style of that game and being reminded of like damn um this is amazing this game looks amazing and uh, i'm not appreciating certain art styles or graphic styles for games everything there was like a run where everything was just trying to be as realistic as possible and you're like oh man how real can these be like how real can these games look but kind of i feel like we've sometimes forget about um i don't even know what to call it just like art styles that aren't really mainstream um they're a little more they look like they're a little more hand-drawn a little more um artsy for lack of a better word but my question of the day was what games styles graphics do you like the most in a game what do you think is an underrated style what do you think is an overrated style um what kind of i guess not just the best graphics but like what graphic styles do you like most and what what are some examples of those games if you don't care i'll go ahead and kick it off Um, honestly i feel like this answer is it might be a um a more of a like obvious answer Maybe not obvious. I feel like this game's a little bit bigger and it's like I feel like um 
it's a reasonable answer. I would say Fortnite games that look like Fortnite. It just seems like Fortnite has a lot of colors in the game. It's very bright, mm, super very vibrant. active, super vibrant games like that. If a game has a lot of colors, it's vibrant, it's fun, it pops out at you, and kind of like that little cartoon feely. Um, I'm in most of the time. That's the stuff that just really gets me hyped up. It really makes my eyes pop and it brings me a different feelings because I feel like sometimes games get a little too serious and they get a little bit for real at times. Mm-hmm. So I see games like Fortnite that are really cartoony. They have a bunch of colors and it's just a good and fun time. That's the type of games that really get me pumped up and that I love to see graphic wise to me. So if that has that type of art style, the cartoon, the colors, all the jazz, man, I'm in. That's my type of game. I like that, man. Uh, so like, for example, like would it, like would a game like God of War, like the new God of War, would that be kind of along those lines? Like it's it's realistic, but I also feel like it's it's super. Um, I don't even know how to call it. It's just like it's not quite. It's not like them quite going for like the ultra realistic, um, but it's a little more um, stylized, I guess. I feel like that's more of an ultra realistic game versus like Fortnite's very cartoonish, more okay, colors. So, so not, pop. Okay. But like, I feel like God of War is still a beautiful game amongst itself. But sure. I feel like when you're thinking about a game that overuses colors and like has a lot of bright stuff flashing in your face, that's a gets gets my adrenaline going. I don't even know what to call that. It's just it's it's a beauty to see. I love that, man. What about you, uh, man? Well, I really like the art style in Ravenlock because it's got like right. these hybrid styles. Um, the Cuphead game, I really liked everything, and that was um, hand drawn, which was right. really cool. You just don't see that very often. Uh, <laughs> an old game like Beautiful Joe, if you remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, like fighting games, I feel like fighting games always have like really cool art styles, like they Guilty do. Gear, Capcom. Like they, it's so I don't know how to explain it. It's just so like well animated um, versus you know, versus a game like a dialogue game and you have lots of, you know, facing the, the NPC and it's just like, yeah, the mouth looks so realistic. I'm like, that's not why I'm here that like, that's not why I'm playing the game. Right. Um, so to see like super stylized or like, um, there's an old GameCube game called cell damage. If you've ever heard of that game. Uh, um, no, I haven't. It's kind of like a destruction derby, kind of like a twisted metal, but cart like super cartoony. Okay. Everything was cell shaded. It looked like early borderlands. Um, that kind of style but so stuff like that when it's just like it's stuff that i don't want to see in real life i want to see just animated stuff like that so those types of art styles Mm -hmm. no i i I definitely 100 percent agree those are some those are some very good examples i like the dredge one um and basically what you're saying is like it's the cartoony stuff that really really drives it home for me i feel like that's a lot of stuff i played as a kid too we got a lot more of those cartoon style games instead of like the very ultra realistic stuff uh, so I definitely 100% agree with you on like, that. Like, I think the Plucky Squire is going to be really cool. Plucky Squire is going to be amazing. Yeah. I, I I am, like, 100% set on that game, and I've seen one trailer. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that, so I'm, like, very it, It's going to be good. Excited. Yeah. Let us know, guys, in the comments below. Uh, let us know your guys' answers live, or if you guys are watching this after the fact, make sure you guys let us know. We're honestly very curious, and uh, sometimes you guys teach us stuff about the games that you guys play and stuff, because... No, we we only have 24 hours in a day. We might not hear everything. So let us know. Let us know. Um, to kick off the episode, though, guys, I do want to let you guys know the games that are coming out this week. There's a this is a very good week for gaming. We are getting a lot of very good games. We are getting Darkest Dungeon 2, which is coming at which came out May 8th uh, on the PC. We got Weird West that came out on the same day as well of May 8th. A game called Death or Treat. Death or Treat is a very cool game that I saw. It's a sky side scroller game, and it has that those like bright colors and um, those cartoon graphics that we were talking about that we really like. So uh, I'm definitely gonna keep my eye on that. Uh, it wasn't a for sure cop, but when I saw this, I was like, this looks kind of cool. Uh, we're getting Marvel's Midnight Suns. This is coming out on May 11th, and of course, the long-awaited The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom is making its way onto Switch on Friday, May. 12th peter are you going to be picking up any of those games out of curiosity uh i was looking at weird west uh i think it's on game pass actually i think that i think that game was in beta i've seen people play that game okay yeah Uh, i was looking at that um i watched uh i was watching moon moon play darkest dungeon too so it had me a little interested in that uh plus we talked about isn't darkest dungeon the we talked about an article wasn't that the one with the kid yeah Mm -hmm. i'd be interested in that one I don't know anything about Marvel, um, and then I know a lot about Legend of Zelda, but again, I don't have a Switch, so 
Here we are. Right. I told myself that I'm going to play Breath of the Wild before I play Tears of the Kingdom, but Breath of the Wild, I, I remember my fault. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, it does look very good. Um, it's just the fact that I feel like it's a lot of similarities, man. I know I was roasting the gameplay of it, but it does look like a beautiful game to say the least. And I can't wait to see what, uh, what people pull out when they're going to be playing it. So yes, 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 sir. So to kick off the pod guys, we got the first topic. Um, if you guys don't know what's been going on with, uh, Phil Spencer, he was recently on another podcast called kind of funny. And basically they were kind of interviewing him and they were kind of talking to him and this wasn't, they said they didn't have this planned out. It just happened that he was scheduled to be on the show around this time. Uh, All the Redfall stuff was happening. All the backlash was happening, but he was on the podcast and he had a lot to say um, about all the backlash and all the bad stuff about Redfall and about Xbox in general. Uh, first thing before we kind of kick off into our opinions, I want to say I really respect and appreciate kind of funny and what they did over there. Um, I felt like they did some real journaling. Um, they didn't put no crap out. They went to the source. They asked them very respectful questions. And Phil Spencer honestly nailed this interview. This isn't a backlash on Phil at all. I'm not an Xbox fanboy. I got to throw that out there. But I am saying Phil did a very good job and handled this with all the stuff that has been coming at him throughout the week. Um, so I'm just excited to talk about this and, um, I give him his props. Uh, but a lot of stuff they were talking about was, um, about how he felt about the Xbox merger, not going through the Redfall not meeting expectations. Uh, he basically explained how disappointed he is with critical responses and the way he handled the frames per second debate. And this is himself saying how disappointed he was. Uh, said that he will fight for his teams to be creative, let them have the visions that they have and to put out a game they actually want to make instead of just like sequels to games that already did good. Um, he apologized for under-delivering. And uh, he also made a comment that kind of caught a lot of our eyes was he didn't really care about the console wars. And a lot of people were very upset about that. Like, why is there no console wars? Uh, I feel like all the time it's a constant battle because we, we get on the internet and we bang on our keyboards and it's like PlayStation is better. Switch is better. Xbox is better. No, it's actually Atari is better or Sega. Like, you know, we always get all these like arguments and stuff like that about what is the superior console. Oh, I'm a PC gamer. Um, But he said, he's not really worried about that. He said, um, the main thing is about creating games that people love. Peter, I know you watched the interview. Um, how did you feel about Phil and how he represented himself with all the backlash that he's been getting out of curiosity? Uh, well, I'm happy that he went on to the show, but you know, to start, uh, the position that he's in, I feel like he doesn't have to do those types of things. Right. If he really didn't want to, he could just not do it. Um, I, he did address the Redfall stuff. You know, it was a very, very politically correct answer. Um, you know, didn't blame any one person. Just said, you know, this is part of the deal. Um, we take risks. Sometimes not everything is going to succeed. You know, a very cool, calm, and collected answer. Um, I believed him for the most part because I don't have a reason not to believe him. But I also know that his loyalty is to shareholders. So it's just like this really unfortunate thing that happens um, when you get that large as a business. And I just, we like, we, you know, we briefly talked about this and I think we talked about this last time. Um, I just, I'm very anti releasing a game before it's considered complete. Uh I don't think that anyone's, you know, released a game that's considered complete, but there are games that definitely feel like they're done when they, when you play them. Um, a game, you know, I'm sure someone's going to be like, games are never finished. Okay, sure. There's always going to be bugs or issues or whatever, but some games feel done when you play them through mm-hmm. when they first come out. And some games are clearly not and not even close. And I just feel like money drives that, the the right. early release of that stuff. And that's what bothers me. Um, I It's probably extremely complicated on the back end. We'll never truly know, but it's it, it's like, this feels just like one of those things. I don't know. I get you. I, I just I just want to highlight that uh, respectfully how he stuck up for his team in the whole situation because I feel like Arcane Austin has been getting a lot of backlash for the um the push of this game and the early release man and not and not deciding to push it back and all the backlash that's been going on and he still stuck up for his team and he said, look, this is more on me than anything. 
um, the false claims of saying the game is 60 FPS and the game wasn't even 60 FPS, uh, which they, they said later down the road, but they still put in description that it's a 60 FPS game. Um, but he I stated, did, I did not know that. Yeah, no, it still said in the description that That's you a- can play it at 60 FPS. Um, it's a lot of stuff that he said he's disappointed and he took the fall for that. Um, and I just kind of respect that the answers that he said, like, and I kind of appreciate his mindset of being like, let these guys try and do something else. Um, they might have a game that does 80 in the review scores or 85 or 90. And then you're going to get some of those games that Metacritic will say is like a 60 for the review. Um, he also went on and saying that if you public, if um, you shouldn't be in the publishing business, if you're afraid to get low scores. And I kind of just respect that opinion and just appreciate him saying that. Cause like, He's taking risk and he's try- it's like a high risk, like, but it could pay off if if it pulls out. But the high risk with Redfall, with them making a game like this, something that they're not very used to and they didn't have any experience working on, it honestly shot him in the foot. And he had to sit there and kind of just like say how he felt about that. Um, I kind of want to get into something else. Uh, you can go ahead and say what you guys. I was going to say when you uh, when you said like take a risk and working on a game like this. Do you mean a, like a shooter or do you mean just like because it's just I don't know. Like it, it and I don't want to like stick on Redfall for too long, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Because like it's not like a crazy. It's not like a crazy out of out of world like genre. It's a shooting game with with vampire. Like it's not. You know what I mean? Like I feel like if it was just like a crazy new type of game no one's ever seen before, but we've seen this. You know, we've seen a, a game similar to this before. So, um, like, when you say like, what, what, like, what risk are you? I guess, like, what, what risk do you think he's referring to? Just like the the publisher working on this type of game for, um, or, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just curious. I, I, okay, so like, what I mean is like his team's going out and trying something new instead of Arcane being like, oh, we're just gonna take a game that we're well, let's make Death Loop two. Okay. Or let's make the Evil Within three because the Evil Within two did really well. Everybody yeah, knows those you. games are very well. They're doing something different and making something completely new, a completely okay. different world and all that stuff. Um that's what I mean by that. But I also want to get your opinion on him saying like no more console wars. Does that do you think that irritated the public? Do you think that's like do you think it's kind of smart for him to say that, that it's like, we're not competing to sell the most consoles anymore. We're sure. They, we're, sure they are. <laughs> you don't know. I don't, I sure don't, I feel like it's there if they want to, but like, it's been shown that the Xbox isn't as great as like other consoles. Like they, this is the most powerful console that they have, but it just doesn't perform well. Maybe, like with maybe certain that's games. not, Maybe, yeah, maybe that's not on his and, and, It's still and, a business, though. And they're trying to make it to where you can play the games on PC. You could play the games other... You could play, like... I've seen people play Madden 23 on their phone. I don't know how. <laughs> like, like it's the, it's the cloud gaming. They're trying to focus on more of that than just being like, you buy a console, you're going to play at home all the time. Think of, like, PlayStation. PlayStation, you can't take that experience elsewhere. You're playing your game at home, right. and then once you're out, you're out, bro. They get like cloud gaming. Like you could, uh, you could load into your friend's X, like PC, like through your Xbox Game Pass, and play your stuff on his PC somewhere else. Or you could play it on your Xbox at home or somewhere else. And I think that's what they're more trying to do than anything. So, do you think it's like hardware, something that they would want to get rid of, uh, get away from eventually? No, I wouldn't say that because they they did ask him. They were like, uh, "Is you've been." focusing a lot on PC. Are you just trying to get rid of the Xbox in general or like not focus so much on your hardware? And he said, no, he's not trying to do that. He just wants it to be able to game wherever you possibly can. So um, I, 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 I feel like, cause he, I don't think he's just so dead set on selling the most consoles. I think he's just focused on putting out great games. Um, how do you feel about that mentality? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you think it should be more of like, this console needs to be super superior and then the games come second and just like not try new things. No, because, I think, I think the game should come first. Right. Because the way I see it too, is what their plan is and what game pass is trying or Xbox is trying to do is with the game pass, they're going to have all those games and they're just going to be able to like, you pay your subscription and you're going to have a million games to pick from right. and they're going to all be different. And there's going to be something for everybody. I think that's more of the focus for them in general. Yeah. I, I, 
I mean, as we go, it's just, it's, I feel like it's now it's so hard to build like technology is advancing so fast and you put out a console that takes you X amount of years to plan and you have all this money poured into it. You put out a console and then a computer comes out a year later. That's better. And then four years from there, there's like the, all the parts for a computer, you know, like it's, like computers are just going to outpace the console, but that's just because you can't customize. Like you build right. it once and then you have that for however many years until the next console comes out. So it's like, how much, how long can you, cause it's just a computer. It's just a computer with an Xbox skin. Like that's what it is. Mm. I, like, I feel like Xbox and PlayStation is, is more the, the interface more than ever. If that makes sense. So like, I just want the PlayStation world and interface and PlayStation network on my screen. Do I care what the box looks like that it's in? I don't know. I don't know anymore. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the brand now. I don't know. It's just, it's gotta be hard, man. It's gotta be so difficult to build a console, have it be relevant for however many years. Whereas like when you're building games for PC, you can like build it and then people kind of have to build around you does that make sense versus like yeah. if you're designing a game for a console you have to build it for the console but for pc you can build a game and say hey this is what it requires like sorry you have to have this to play it it's like a weird i don't know i don't know the console i mean maybe maybe he's just like i, I don't have the energy for this anymore we're, we know we're going to sell x amount of consoles every year um we just need to focus on games to give people a reason to buy it I think that's true. The, the only reason that I, I'm agreeing with that is because they've it's been May and they put out one AAA title and people that's are like, where, where are the games? Where, where are, are the games? games? Where are the games? But like, where do you think that energy is going? Like, why is it taking so long to put stuff out? I think they overhyped everybody and I think it was a bad thing uh, because they were like Fable. Big old Fable logo. It's like, oh, it's coming back. But not till 2026. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> right. Like, hope when you graduate college, it's right? Like, it's going to be that. there. Yeah. And then it's going to be like, okay, new Fable's coming out, but you got to get the Xbox Series XLV. Right, like, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. So let us know in the comments, man, what you guys think, man. Uh, how do you feel about Phil? How do you feel about Xbox and everything that's been going on? Um, I give Phil. Uh, my W, uh, Ghost Stories obviously hates them for some reason. I don't reason. hate I don't it, know. man. I it's just cool. think like... But you give them Game Pass money. That's cool. <laughs> I, I, I had Xbox. I've had all the Xboxes. I've been a supporter of Xbox my entire life. I've ne- I've owned a PlayStation for maybe a year and then, get, and then got rid of it. Like I've, I've always been an Xbox's corner, but I think you're right, man. Like I, I think wait, when you go to a, a showcase and you go, hey, this game's coming out. Mm-hmm. In five years, you're like, what? Why are you even telling us what's coming out next year? What's coming out in six months? Like, right? I don't, I don't know if it's just taking longer to build games, or they just people fear like putting out incomplete games and then running into stuff like this. Okay, chat. Listen, everybody freaks out. Okay, all right, man. Look, my journal, my journalist career is going to go down the toilet. Okay. Not, I don't know if it's coming out in 26, 26. I don't need everybody like Nick Tanner reported. No, I, I'm just saying like, that's, it's going to be released like way down the road. Okay. We're talking maybe like 2025, like 2024, but that's stuff that we got to wait for. You feel me? It's um, like announcing a Marvel movie and then say, Oh, it's, it's coming out five years. From right. Now. And you're like, tell me when it's two months away. I don't, yeah, that, that, I don't and, and, and people just stated how frustrated they are with that. The, yeah. um, the next topic I do want to get into, and this actually got released today. Um, if everybody knows what Hollow Knight is, one of the better indie games and a great indie game. Um, Hollow Knight Silk Song, which is the sequel to that, the highly anticipated follow-up to 2017's Hollow Knight, has gotten delayed. Uh, basically, Team Cherry put out a tweet saying, um, Hey, gang, just a quick update about Silk Song. We had planned to release it in the first half of 2023, but development is still continuing. We're excited by how the game is shaping up, and it's gotten quite big, so we want to take the time to make the game as good as we can. I'll expect more details in the future. 
Um, Peter, how do you feel about it getting pushed back? Are you uh, are you what pressed? A, are you wow? What a concept! What a concept! Game's not done. We can't put it out yet. Right. I think I think with like a, a game with very high <laughs> expectations because Hollow Knight was a very good game and it's one of the I, I don't want to say it's the best indie game, but uh, it's a very highly appreciated game and a, people, a lot of people love this game and take this game uh, on a higher standard than a lot of stuff. Um, so I'm all good for time. it. And they basically said that this game has already been. It's been six years since this game has been announced. And uh, um, they basically said, uh, because people thought this was going to be a, just a DLC, uh, but it turns out it's basically a whole new sequel to the game. So they just want to make sure they get it right, get everything rolling. Uh, is it a game you're thinking about picking up at all? Have you ever played the first Hollow Knight at all? I've watched a lot of the first first one. One of the first streamers I ever subbed to was uh, was playing Hollow Knight regularly. Right. Um, if the first one comes out on Battle Pass, I'm not. I'm definitely not gonna not play it. I don't. It might not already be on there. Hollow Knight's um, on Game Pass. Yeah, it's on Game Pass. Okay, not Battle uh, Pass. Yeah, that's I, a Fortnite thing. What did I say? Battle, you said pass? battle pass, bro. The Fortnite Battle Pass. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like this man talking about I'm the Battle Pass. It. I'm losing my <laughs> Thirty mind. minutes in, he talking about the Fortnite Battle Pass. We I'm talking so about like Hollow dehydrated Night, bro. from talking about Xbox. <laughs> um. Yeah, man, uh, Hollow Knight's cool. It's it's again, it's it's actually one of like those unique art styles that we we talk about where it doesn't look like every other game. Um, I just haven't really gone fully into the those kind of like side scrolling uh, platformers in a little bit. Definitely, but. De- definitely give it a shot, man. It has that uh, Cuphead, Elden Ring type difficulty uh, where you basically like you basically go in not knowing anything and you just explore the map and learn. Um, and go from there. I definitely highly suggest you play. I played a few hours of it and honestly got discouraged because I was getting my caboose. Yeah, it was really hard. Uh, it is really hard. Uh, yeah. I was getting my caboose whooped. So I actually kind of set it down, but it's a game I'm going to beat one day. I'm going to beat that game before I die. I promise you guys that. Expect a review on here. Expect, expect it. Maybe not from Peter because he don't play games. Let us know, guys, <laughs> how you guys feel about uh, Silk Song getting delayed. Honestly, I... um. I'm okay with it as long as they, they put out a very quality game um, and no problems. Um, but it looks like they take their craft very well. Um, and they look like it's going to like already just looking at the trailer. It looks like a very good game. The art style so cool, man. Oh, I love the art style. Um, I was very into like the um, the merch line for it. And I've never even played the game. That was like a game where I was like, oh, I just the want merch, Hollow Knight. Line? merch line. Like yeah. I wanted like hollow hollow night t-shirts and like the plushes. I was like, I was like, this game's dope. Like uh I just like the way the characters look and stuff. Um next topic, guys, that we have for you guys. Um, The Last of Us and We Sports actually joining the video game hall of fame. Uh before we kick off this article, I just want to go back and show you guys uh a very phenomenal uh video of <laughs> <laughs> The Last of Us, all the uh, <laughs> This made the Hall of Fame, ladies and gentlemen. The Last of Us, the last of us Hall of Fame. That one right there, that's the one? The sweat, the, the sweat dripping. <laughs> oh, man. This game made the Hall of Fame, guys. Um, <laughs> man, I, I just want to give my uh, my condolences and just say uh, thank you for everything. Last of Us, we appreciate you, and I'm glad you made it in the Hall of Fame. But we're like, we're like really sleeping on this article. So like a lot of people's like, oh, Last of Us, like yeah, great game, fantastic game. But like, bro, we sports that is a W that is confirmed a big W. And for a game I felt like I felt like we I felt like we sports should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like why now? Like Last of Us got pushed that forward that like we sports was like. Yo, you got to be put in the same category as The Last of Us. I uh, one, I'm curious of how like how long they have to reach back. Actually, I I did look up the um, what they base their criteria on to vote a game in. If I can, if I can read that off to you, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's based on four criteria according to to the article from the uh, from the folks who vote this stuff in. Uh, icon status is the game recognized and remembered. Uh, the longevity that the game has enjoyed sustained popularity. Uh, geographical reach, the game is known around the world and influence the game has had an impact impact on subsequent games or other forms of entertainment, pop culture, society. Wii Sports obviously touches all of those things. Okay, but this is why I'm curious and I didn't mean to cut you off. Could this yeah. be a big outcome of what the show had? 
for this game? Uh, did the show influence this induction? Yes. Yes. Pop culture for yes. sure. Yes, that, for as soon sure. as you said pop culture, I said TV show. For sure. For sure. Right for there. Sure. That is how. If there was no I show, I don't, I don't. If there was no show, I don't know that it would have been. Mm-hmm. Um, the other two games that were included in this class was Barbie Fashion Designer. Respectable. Great game. Great and game. something called Computer Space, which I did not look up. But well, I played Barbie Fashion Designer. I'm actually on my second playthrough, yeah. and that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for sure. It. Did you um, do the Ken side mission? No. <laughs> you didn't? Uh, it's actually a secret ending. What? Yeah, Come on, bro. You can't embarrass long. me in front of my people. I knew it was a secret ending. You didn't it have to embarrass ending. me And like you get that. The, the Barbie mobile. And you get to Stop, bro. Yeah. Come uh, on. Yeah. Now nobody's going to play it, bro. Quit spoiling the game. <laughs> I, just work, I just work here, man. Man, um, um, another thing I want to highlight about these games being Hall of Fame games, they're both console exclusive. We'll technically not know more because Last of Us is on PC, uh, but we, you can barely, only... Barely. <laughs> let's, let's, run barely. The, let's run the video back. Yeah, barely. barely. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, the yeah. flying in the air for me. The <laughs> she's being uh, possessed in that one. Mm-hmm. This it's the sweating in the cutscenes for me. That's my favorite part. <laughs> like just just having a serious just pouring game, like, sweat, just pouring sweat. <laughs> that is like what could they be talking about? Like <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I, but I wanted to, that I did want to Phil Spencer before his interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was during the interview. Uh, the but I did want to also share the games that um, these games beat out for the Hall of Fame. Yes, this is huge. Listen to this, guys. Age of Empires. Very good game. Angry Birds. Crazy. Which that's not in the Hall of Fame I think already. will eventually be in the Hall of Fame because it it's has several be. movies already. Oh, yeah. Put me on, uh, put me on the, uh, the voting, the voting uh, committee. Call of Duty. Modern Warfare. Which one? Is that four? I would assume it's the first one. The first one, because they made they they made another one, the, okay. not the most recent one, but the the Call of Duty, the one where you get the UAV, the airstrike, and the chopper. And those are the only three kill streaks. Got you. Okay, cool. Um, FIFA International Soccer, not um, Madden. Yeah, Madden didn't make the list. I don't see that. know why FIFA International Soccer is on there. That's um, weird. Maybe it's because it's like. I don't know. I don't understand that one because GoldenEye 007 is also on this list. Game sucked, man. Yeah, I forgot. I, I forgot. I don't like that game. I forgot yeah. you're you. I told you uh, I don't like that game. NBA I don't want to. Game sucks um, too. Quake. I've never played Quake. I've heard of Quake. Um, and a game called Wizardry, which I have not played. Very respectable list. Very respectable list. It got to like. It's kind of crazy that that all those got beat up because like. Not giving its flowers the last of us, very good game, very respected game. Uh, I feel like that came out very more recently than an Angry Birds, uh, a Golden Eye, um, games like that. Because Age of Empires, think of like when you think of the Hall of Fame, you think about players that played or like stuff that was like way back in the day a little older a little older yeah. which i'm okay with it dude i'm not i'm giving last of bits his flowers even after we keep on watching the little glitch <laughs> thing but i'm just saying like we're talking hall of fame when like i feel like angry birds could have beat out last of us for the hall of fame i think angry birds should, should definitely be in it like candy crush should probably be in it um i i think last last of us was first released in 2013 i oh. i think if last of us doesn't have a show it's not that's <clears> not it's not in there um, because GoldenEye has oh, an, an incredibly famous movie. It did crazy sales. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think NBA 2K should be in it quite yet. Um, Quake, I would consider for that for sure. But yeah, I don't know, man. And if you got to think of Age of Empires, like every gamer has touched Age of Empires too. Every single one. Even so, my cousin who doesn't play games has mm-hmm. played Age of Empires. Mm-hmm. So with this adding on to our first question of the day, you guys get double bonus points. If you guys answer this question of the day, part two, uh, what would be your hall of fame game? Hall of fame game. You guys get to induct into the hall of fame. What's your hall of fame game? And you can't say Barbie fashion designer because that is my pick. So, um, yeah, so that was our third topic. Um, so we kind of talked about last week, or it was maybe two weeks ago where we showed off the 
unrecorded gameplay trailer with the uh the body cam footage and how real the game looked um and we were kind of going on tangents about how real these games are looking and how good these games are looking uh so i have two trailers to show you guys today about games that are going to be releasing nope don't have release dates on them yet, uh, but these are Unreal Engine 5 games that kind of caught my eye that I really wanted to show to you guys. The first one I'm going to show you is Chrono Odyssey, the newly announced MMO by the team over at NPixel with insane graphics that is looking to push the genre and the newest generation of consoles. This game looks absolutely beautiful. What do you say, Peter? Uh, yes, I've seen this trailer. Uh, it's an MMO. I mean, but trailer, every trailer looks good, so I just... As long as it looks like what's being advertised, like as long as it looks that way, and if the MMO portion of it connects well, I mean, I kind of imagine like a Diablo, but instead of a top down, you're you know you're in third person. So, I it looks good. It looks really really good. So all the classes that they showed, I mean. It's intriguing enough for me to, to want to be at least interested in wanting to play it. Um, if there's a monthly subscription, I don't know, but I mean, it looks cool. Can't argue it. I respect it. I respect the answer. No, I think the game looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, just going back to the trailer, I know I keep on putting it on replay, but just look, look at the environment and the rain and the grassy terrains and the mountains and the, the time changes and everything around it just looks so good. Like that scene right there where the grass is flowing. Wow, that is chef kiss man that is a crazy thing for gamer bro like is it weird that i just get a little ting tingle inside of me and i get excited because the grass is moving with the wind and it's like we're evolving it's great it's like they care about motion it looks great looks good it's a trailer though it is a trailer but that's the game that is the gameplay trailer so that is what you're going to expect from the game i hope so why are you so, so negative? That because, was a good trailer, Because stuff bro. like Redfall happens and then like, I lose okay, faith. Okay, so like, uh, this is very off topic. You know like how they say like toothpaste is, like toothpaste, nine out of ten dentists approve this. You're that tenth mm-hmm. dentist that's like, nah. Yeah. I ain't approving that toothpaste. Yeah, and I saved lives. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, bro. Like You're toothpaste welcome. is toothpaste. I'm saying now, what, what are, games what are we, like what are Redfall we... happen and it, and it, oh and my it God. makes me this, lose faith. What? It, this, isn't, this has nothing to do with Redfall. Redfall broke this man's heart. It has to do with it the broke industry. My, it broke my heart first, bro. The game broke my heart first. But look how th- this, is a st- this is a different studio. This is on a different it's, – it's a PC. It's going to be running on PC, so it's not going to be limited buy all the console stuff i think actually it is going to be on console uh so i am kind of curious to see how it's going to run on console but go. at the same time it's a different genre it's mm. it's it's different it's different everything man i know i know i, know. I, I I'm think just saying the i think you need to get your your video game courage back okay because i know like redfall broke your heart bro but this just, game just looks like, like that cyberpunk but like, can you very think of an cool. mmo that looks that beautiful though because that might be the best one i've seen in a while diablo um, looks very good Diablo the, does look very good. The last MMO that I saw that I really liked um, and I thought looked really, really well, even though I didn't play it for that long, was Lost Ark. Do you remember Lost Ark? Yes, Lost Ark was a good game. I thought that was a really good game. I thought that was really well made. Um, I hope it's still, you know, you know, getting along. But uh, I thought Lost Ark looked really, really good. So this will be a nice kind of... Right. I, I like the third person more for an MMO. I don't like the okay. top down as much. But Diablo's still fun. But Lost Ark looked really good, so I hope I hope it looks. Uh, you know, I hope it. Uh, you know, does the thing. I think it. Just, I think it just proves how crazy this Unreal Engine Five just really is pushing the limits to games. Um, because this looks so dope, and I, I feel what you're saying too. Because I like the third person view as well. I like seeing my armor. I like seeing my drip I to see what be, I work for. Yeah, I, it's like it's like um like a, a Skyrim vibe, or you know, like yes. I, I want to be like Skyrim more... was first person though. But you can be third person. I like, like how you could alternate like, between. Yeah, them. I, I right. want to be like closer to what's going on. I guess so. I, I like that. A lot. I just I'm, I'm very passionate about my drip when it comes to video games. So it's, it's more of the fact that if I'm in third person, I can see all that drip that exactly. I worked for. Exactly. You're seeing progress versus like first person. You might be able to see like your weapons change. Your weapons, yeah. Not, yeah. Um, what do you guys think, man? Let us know what you guys think about Chrono Odyssey. I think the game looks tight. Um, so yeah. It looked um, good. It looks good. So depending on the on the um, 
monthly subscription. Uh, I'll I'll be looking into it for sure. Yeah, because a lot of MMOs do do that. They do. Thanks a um, lot. <laughs> this man just got his heart broken every single time. I just yeah. don't understand. Um, the next game I am going to talk about for the trailer. I'm going to show you guys. Um, sorry, let me rephrase that. Uh, the next game I want to show you guys is a new game um, that's coming out soon. Uh, it's called Paranormal Tales. Why am I sounding so weird when I say that? Can I try this again for a third take? Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another game I want to talk about is the Paranormal Tales. Um, this game is basically an Unreal Engine 5. Uh, it's a horror cam which achieves the committee has obtained various videos files and each file is a self-contained experience where you play through what happened to the people who have recorded these files developed with hyper realism to create a stunning experience like i said it is unreal engine 5 this game looks insanely real um we have been on a we <laughs> we I'm have out, been dude. we have been on a roll with these hyper realistic <laughs> games lately for this channel i'm out dude i'm out it is very very creepy um it's very realistic it looks like and taking over the horrors and everything that happened from other people's experience makes it a little bit more creepy too um that's a I cool know, concept though that's it, a cool, i like that a lot it you is a cool concept yeah i remembered watching the paranormal like I, when i think of this i think of like paranormal activity when i watched the paranormal activities as a kid i got spooked like out of my socks it's something about like the the horror being like absolutely real that just like or like the horror feeling more realistic than anything. Cause like you could watch a scary movie and be like, okay, that would probably never happen in a million years. But like when it comes to like stuff moving randomly, like was that, was that pot and pan there when I walked in the kitchen? I don't or like did, it. did it just fall or just the door just slamming on you? I've had doors randomly slam on me and I'm just like, whoa. And it's just air moving it. Like, yeah, you're not uh, really sure. You don't know. The, when my ice machine makes ice, that always freaks me out. Oh, yeah, this is worse because it just makes a loud psh, yeah, yeah, dumping yeah. sound. It looks like somebody's kicking a door, mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, yeah, I watched the trailer. The sound design is going to be a major factor in this one. Uh, like having student, like having headphones where the sound acts independently in the left and the right. So when you hear, they had it so like when you hear footsteps, it travels from your left ear to the right ear. Mm-hmm. which is always really cool. So I feel like right. the sound design team is going to be the the star of the show. That's got to uh, be key. Uh, which is cool because I feel like there's not a lot of games where the sound design uh, is the focus. And a lot of competitive shooters now say there's not even audio. That's all I see on Twitter all day. There's the audio where the footsteps. So this will be cool. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to play it. It kind of looks like ultra-realistic phasmophobia. Yes. Um, so I'm out. <laughs> but it's just not for me i get scared way too easy so yeah um, i i i, I want to say it's a no for me but like my my curiosity is there i i am very curious about what this game will look like and how it will play out i feel like this could be like scary scary night type of vibes yeah but it's doing its job if i watch a trailer and like i can't play this then mm-hmm. it's a good oh uh, yeah it already did it already did its it's already did its business you know exactly exactly mm-hmm. So, and yeah, uh, Jerry's so- calling you out saying Ghost is the biggest scaredy cat, but he did watch Evil Dead Rise. I heard that movie was very scary. Uh, I kind of half watched it because I watched it through my you know hands the whole time. But it's uh, it was really really well made, and they had this effect in it a lot where it would it would like it would have a focus on something and then blur the edges of the frame. It almost looked that like that filter, so like it'd be focused on a character, but it would kind of blur. The, what you know i'm not gonna say what's what's in it but like it would blur that stuff so you mm-hmm. were trying to like see what's happening but you couldn't really so you got like super close and you're squinting and then like while you're focusing on that you just get jumped right exactly right. yeah so um first of all that movie is actually really really well made and mm-hmm. uh it's like the effects are movies are just getting so good i, I don't we don't have to go down this road but it just i just want to know a quick rate it's one well 10. Um, as a horror movie, I would probably give it a eight, five, nine. It's really well made. Rate. It's really it's well made. Right. I'm gonna check it out. And I hate horror movies, so I'm gonna check it out. I, I like the little scary stuff, but not like not like paranormal scary stuff. Um, 
Another movie that really scared me. Oh, I forgot what it's called, man. It's like The Exorcist. Those movies creep me out, but not like the very old one. I saw one that was like a newer version of that, and like the dude's just recording the whole time, and they just <sighs> creeps me out. I like that. Let us know if you guys are into scary games. If that's a game you're gonna play, um, to kind of lighten everything up. Uh, I'm going to let Peter take over this next topic. Peter, tell the people what the next topic of the day is. Are we talking about Project V? Yes, we are talking about Project V. Project V um, is a project that is currently being created by some familiar streamers, as you guys might know, Cypher PK, Courage JD, Nick Merckx, Ninja, and Tim the Tapman. Um, they released a statement that basically said, um, and I'll read it to you. We're a band of friends, gamers, fellow content creators that are passionate about battle Royale since 2016. We played BR, every beer on the market, compete at the highest level, collectively built an audience and community of over 140 million people. Uh, we know what makes a battle Royale great. Um, and so they're basically coming to the unreal engine creator 2.0. Um, and we don't quite understand if it's a mode, it's like from what as I understand it, and this could be totally wrong, but it's like a game within a game. So right. it is gonna be at least adjacent to Fortnite in some form. Um, but it is gonna be a BR that is created by those five content creators. Um what that looks like, we don't know yet. Uh, I haven't seen any videos for it. I think it's just truly been an announcement like them uh interacting on Twitter. But it sounds like it's gonna be a BR that is primarily kind of designed and and um, planned out by those five creators and not have a like an umbrella company overseeing it from right. what I understand. Yeah. Uh, again, I think it's something to do. I think it is involved in the Fortnite world in some capacity. Uh, we just don't know. Like we, like we were talking about earlier, you know, is it going to have Fortnite items, maps, all that stuff? Um, right. You know, are they going to be building the map and it has just like Fortnite mechanics and items within the map? Uh, probably a mix of both would be my guess, but we'll right. see. Yeah, so um, basically to just touch on everything, like he said, I think it's very cool that they're building a game just amongst themselves. Uh, that, like they said, they play Battle Royales for most of their careers when it comes to gaming. Uh, Nick Merckx, he's on the Apex. Tim the Tatman, he does a lot of Warzone. Ninja, Cypher, they're still in that Fortnite realm. Uh, I don't know what Courage plays nowadays. I'm pretty sure it's still Call of Duty if it is anything. Uh, so they know their battle royales. They know what they like. They know what consists of a, a good battle royale. You kind of just take a little piece from here and there and everything. Um, and they can put out like a very good game. Uh, they're going to be using the Unreal Engine that is inside of Fortnite. So like they have like a Fortnite creator that they can basically create a game within a Fortnite. Um, how that looks, we don't know. A lot of information really hasn't been said about it. And a lot of people really don't know exactly what it is. Um, just take it as your top creators like on Twitch and YouTube coming together that you've watched. Like, cause we've all watched Ninja because we all had our Fortnite phase. Um, like Nick Merckx and how competitive he is and Tim, the tap man, when he just ball damages everywhere. Um, so, oh, <laughs> um, they're coming out with a game and I'm curious to kind of see what it's going to be like. Uh, cause I feel like they all have like different, playstyles and they kind of i wonder how that's all gonna mesh together in like all of their opinions uh, yeah it, it feels like this really cool next step opportunity that creators have now where they can get into creating a game in the space you know like doc's doing his thing um with dead drop i think is what it's called yes um they're gonna do work on project v whatever that looks like again i i'm not like an entirely sure how it's gonna work yes. um, but maybe this has never been done before and uh so they'll be first to the first to the market with it uh but hopefully this opens doors to kind of like the then the next gen of top creators and maybe we're just gonna get like this really cool um uh library of creator made games which mm. which could be cool could be uh, very we'll see cool. but yeah I'm, i mean they're always doing something so right I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see the, what it is, too, man. It's always good to have good games, and especially made by people who actually play and enjoy the games. I'm definitely going to be checking it out. Um, let us know what you guys think about Project V. I'm definitely I'm definitely down to see what it's going to look like. I, I, I'm i just curious if it's going to have that Fortnite 
that Fortnite kind of style thing. And then also, as Illis said, that uh, Shroud is making a game as well. Uh, so I'm guessing this is a lot more common than uh, what we're seeing. So Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's just a lot of stuff we haven't seen yet. But I mean, I'm sure Shroud is going to be a shooter of some kind or an RPG. One of the Shroud two, plays but... a lot of Valorant nowadays. Counter-Strike yeah. is probably going to be a tactical like that. Um, hey, um, if it's good, it's good. I'm excited, man. It's good for the industry. It's like, it's just, it's a good thing. People getting, going independent. I like it. Guys, before we get into our last topic of the day, we are going to be doing a review for our last topic. I just want to say thank you guys all for being here. I really appreciate all the faces and all the beautiful people that I keep on seeing in here, man. You guys mean the absolute world to us. Uh, And for anybody that's new or anybody that's watching this after the fact, like I said, you guys can check us live. 8 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday where we talk about everything in all gaming and everything that you guys need for your gaming needs. Uh, seriously, you guys mean the world to us, and we appreciate that. Make sure you guys sub to the channel to check out all the Know Your News channels that we have on here, and make sure you guys don't miss us as well. Um, like, um, all that helps. So make sure you don't forget to like before we uh, end. And if you guys are watching this after the fact, make sure you guys like, leave a comment, all that good stuff. It does help. Um, the last topic we are going to talk about is a game that me and Peter, uh, we both kind of discussed together. We're going to start be playing uh, like if there's like a newer game and we both have it, we're going to definitely play it and uh, start putting out reviews. And uh, this is our first time doing a review together on this channel. So I'm excited to do it. Um, if you guys don't know, we've both been playing a game uh, called Ravenlock. Uh, Ravenlock is basically the way I see it is more of like an Elden Ring for beginners. They take a lot of Elden Ring pieces and they kind of make it their own, make it a little bit simpler and a lot shorter. They take the opposite of what Elden Ring does. It makes the game very like um, very long as being like an 80, 80 hour game that people don't complete. Um, and they make it very easy, unlike the Elden Ring and the Soulsborne games are. Um, it's a great game. Uh, it has 3D pixel graphics. Um, I had an absolutely blast playing this game. I'm going to show you guys some uh, some footage that I got from my experience playing it. Uh, but this game is absolutely awesome. It's an Xbox exclusive as well, so you guys can play it on the Game Pass. If you don't have Game Pass, I'm pretty sure it's a $20 game. Uh, we beat it in about four hours. So a very short game indeed. Um, and I loved it, man. Peter, uh, how'd you feel about uh, Ravenlock? I'll let it go to you first, and then I'll go ahead and explain what I like and what I didn't like. Yeah, it's it's funny that we played this game at the time that we did and uh, just talking about like the, the all the issues that we had with, with Redfall and like talking about completed games versus non-completed games. Ravenlock, yes, it's a much smaller game. It's it's a much smaller publisher. It's... Um, I think I had, I think it was like four hours, eight minutes uh, was the time, 100% in it, got all the achievements, but it felt like a completed game. So the game was released and it was already done. I didn't have any bugs with it. Someone, someone does somewhere, but the game works. It had the completed story. Uh, it just, it felt good, I guess, to like, to, to play a new game. Um, it had a bunch of boss fights. Uh, I like games with a lot of boss fights. This is one of them. Um, I thought the graphics and the art style, first of all, the art style, some of the environments are, I mean, I would put that up against anything. Um, it's, uh, I thought the art style was the best part. I thought the combat was very simple. You get four abilities that keeps it, it keeps it light. It's like a perfect, um, I'd call it like a perfect entry level, uh, you know, adventure game. So mm-hmm. if you're, if you have a young kid who doesn't play a lot of games or wants to get into it, this would be like the perfect, um, I've also never actually played a game where the camera locks on that certain view. So you can only turn the camera, what, like 90 degrees, 40, 45 degrees, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I would say I like the camera angle, but it did feel like I was fighting with it a little bit. But yes, I kind of see yes. what you're saying. It's a very, but like for third person games, I'm, that's going to be a, that's going to be a problem. 95% of the time is camera angles. Make sure to get them right. So, yeah, yeah. So, that that was a negative for me was not being able to turn the camera 360 degrees. It, it bothered me. Um, for let's say you wanted a game longer than four hours, because I was doing the achievements too. So, if you really just played through it, um, it would be less than four hours. Um, yeah, I mean, I just felt like a completed game and the art style was really good. And I know I keep repeating myself there, but it, it really was like the environments were really, really nice. Right. Um, yeah, I, you know, if I had to give it a rating out of 10, I'd probably give it like a like an eight, five, nine. 
That's about where, where I'm at. For, for what it is, for what it is, yeah. That's where I'm at, man. It's a um, it's by an indie developer, guys. Uh, published and developed by Coco Cucumber, which is an indie studio. And I think for what they gave and um, what they produced, they did a very, very good job. Um, this is like one of the first games I've really enjoyed and seen out of them, which isn't a backlash at them. Um, it's just um seeing a lot of stuff they put out. This one uh definitely hit home for me. Um, as Peter did say. Uh, in the beginning of his reviews, basically saying that like you could introduce it to small children is that's how kind of simple it is. Uh, a lot of people said this is kind of made for kids. I could kind of see why with the difficulty. I would have loved to see a difficulty slider. Uh, maybe if you could do that like an easy, cool. easy, normal, hard, cool. or make it like a uh, like if you get hit, you die. Because like I felt like there was times where I got away with a lot of stuff easy. Um, but my it's like, son, it's like, yeah, it's like light, like I'm a, uh, yeah. Um. Uh, you're fine, bro. I'm a father. Um, if you guys don't know, I have a four-year-old son. Um, and while I was sitting on the couch reviewing this game or just kind of playing this game, uh, he actually picked up the controller as well. And he stood in front of the TV and he loved it. And he just walked around. It was simpler enough to where he could walk around and understand what was going on. Um, all he kept on saying is like, I want to get her home. I want to, I want to beat the queen, get her home. And awesome. I was like, that's kind of cool for like, it was a, it was a moment for us. So I think that kind of like, uh, brings it home for me. Um, I think the game was uh, short and sweet. Um, I did no reason to drag it on. The story was very simple enough. Get the seals, beat the queen, go home, um, which is very cool to me. Uh, very simple. Uh, the boss fights were like a masterpiece. Uh, I feel like a lot of even like AAA titles and a lot of other games, they don't really focus on boss fights. This one, everything had like a theme. The boss fights fit a theme. You're going to fight the mushroom boss in the forest or you're going to fight the uh, a knight in front of the castle, or you're going to fight a Venus flytrap in front of the greenhouses. Uh, so stuff like that really, like, I loved. And they, everything had a theme, and it had a purpose, and it felt like a new adventure every time you would unlock a new area. Um, so I, it didn't feel like it was very, um, very repetitive at all. Um, no, that's actually a great point. That's right. actually a great point. It, it, every every zone felt completely unique to the last one. There was like yeah. no repeats, like all the little it because it's like a fairy tale. So you had these very fairy tale elements, mm-hmm. uh, which will probably seem some, some familiar in some spots. But that's that's actually a great point. Every you, zone was you like feel like there's unique. stages without being like name stage one, stage two, because you go to like the mushroom, the mushroom forest. That's basically stage one. As soon as you beat that. You're on to the next place. New area, new missions, nothing like you. You feel like you're not spending too much time in one area. Yeah, I, yeah. I like that point. a lot. Um, and like he said, bro, if you're an achievement hunter, it, it it literally takes four hours to unlock all the achievements. You could do it basically like straight through. You want to go back and do nothing. You could, um, you could, yeah, you could beat it in one stream, get all the achievements in one right. stream. The easy. only thing I did have a problem with was the RPG system. It felt a little too basic, but like I said, if they're going for that difficulty and they want to make the game easy, um, I don't think they said it was implied to be for like a younger audience. Uh, but if they definitely wanted to make the game easy for people to pick up and just enjoy the story and the graphics and the visuals and all that stuff, then I understand why the RPG system was the way it was. Um, if I had to give it a ga- uh, the game a rating, I think it's an eight point five. Um, around 8.58 um if you do have xbox game pass i do highly suggest you guys pick it up uh because four hour game if you have a lot of or if you don't have a lot of free time on your hand and you just need something to play uh definitely look into it uh it's a very beautiful game and i had a blast playing it so um yeah that's been our review on um ravenlock like i said we're gonna be doing that a lot more with newer games down the road so uh now it's gaming gone weird with reviews and news uh, so that's very exciting, but we are getting to that point. We, we do have to get out of here, guys. We are about to reach that hour mark. Uh, ghost stories, tell the people where they can find you and, uh, what you have planned for the future. I go by not ghost stories. Uh, my name's Peter. You can reverse that. My name's Peter. I go by not ghost stories on everything social. Uh, yes. So again, still making content on YouTube, TikTok. You can find me on Twitter and, uh, random streams throughout the week on Twitch. Awesome, man. Guys, I have been your host. You love Nick Tana. You guys can call me Nick Tana, though. I seriously appreciate you guys and love you guys to death. You guys are awesome. You guys always bring energy, and that makes my day. Um, I am a video game reviewer, journalist, um, all that good stuff. So if you guys want to catch more of me, make sure you guys follow me on Twitter. I like talking about my opinions about games. 
Uh, I usually post updates about what I'm doing on there and stuff like that. If you want to see more video game reviews that aren't posted on here, make sure you guys check me out at YouTube at you love Nick Tana and on Twitch where I'm playing the newest games and games that I just want to experience or may have missed. Um, I'm always playing something different on Twitch. So make sure you guys check that out as well. Um, other than that, guys, thank you guys for being weird with us, man. Be safe. Tell us when you love them. I'll catch you guys next week for episode number 35 of Gaming Gone Weird. We are out of here, man. Enjoy the rest of the week. Um, tell us when you love them and uh, go play some games, guys. We're out of here. If you want to see all our videos about real news stories that are funny, stupid, or weird, click the subscribe button below. Otherwise, we'll start posting spoilers about your favorite new movies.